Money FM 89.3, best of your money. Influence with Michelle Martin on Your Money, only on Money FM 89.3. People are getting hired as we speak because they performed well in a video interview. It takes a whole different sort of sets of skills to let your personality shine through on screen. I have a recruiting expert joining me live to share some great tips with us all this morning. People getting hired, more people than ever are jumping on these webinars as well. So even if you're not looking uh, to ace that interview, you may be looking to present your best self on screen. How do you do that? Grant Torrens is Regional Director at Hayes Singapore joining me live now. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, Michelle. Thanks. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks for joining us. Fascinating topic. Pleasure. So how does one develop um, sort of rapport with an interviewer when you're not meeting them? Any any first tips there? Mm, yeah, I think the, the general advice that we give to our candidates um, regarding uh, video interviewing is very similar, actually, to, to the face-to-face interviewing. Hmm. But obviously, the, the setting and the and the mode that you're interviewing through uh, being technology obviously takes on many, many challenges. So um, but the, the, the first piece of advice that we give our candidates is really um, looking at your settings and your surroundings and making sure that you're set up for the, for the best chance of success before you even begin the interview. Uh, so that is, uh, in a sense, you know, look, looking at the, the environment that, that, that you're going to be sitting in, looking at the background, looking at anything that's going to be visible in the camera, uh, making sure that you've locked your door or if you're in a position where you, you don't have a room um, that, that, that uh, you can sit in that's away from the, the rest of the family uh, or your friends, then, then let them know at least that you're going to be on an interview and ask them to either maybe go into the kitchen for a few moments or, uh, or, 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 or go outside if possible. Um, so really the first key to success is, uh, is, is, is looking at uh, your environment before you conduct the interview. Indeed, because you know, your setting is going to communicate things about you non-verbally, so you want to make sure that that's taken care of. Two things that you want to project in an interview are confidence and professionalism. Any tips mm. there? Yeah, I mean, um, it's, it's really important that you don't, uh, don't look at a video interview as more of a kind of casual setting. And I guess that's the trap because um, maybe previous uh, before uh, the, uh, the COVID situation that we're in, uh, inter- video interviews might have been either because a face-to-face wasn't possible or maybe they were, they were a little bit unsure about you and just wanted to do a face-to-face first. That's not the case anymore. Every video interview now should be treated uh, as though it is a uh, face-to-face interview. So uh, the first bit of advice that we would give to our candidates is dressing the part. Uh, just because it's on video, don't uh, don't decide to now dress casually because dressing smart and dressing professionally really helps to impact your confidence levels. Uh, so uh, we really advise our candidates to uh, to dress the part, uh, even if it's you know maybe you're interviewing for a role doesn't uh, require you to dress uh, to the nines uh, when you do get the job or if you do get the job. Um, but it's important that you maybe think uh, halfway between casual and smart and, and position your your dress sense there. All right, so no pajamas on in your video no. interview. <laughs> this isn't no, a radio interview. That, no. no. So are there any sort of styles or colors that you advise that people should wear when it comes to dressing and impressing visually? Well, I think, um, you know, obviously nothing that's going to clash with any, any background. I think, I think the key thing there is to focus on your background instead. So uh, a nice uh, uh, blank white wall would probably be the, the preferred option there to go at. Um, but uh, other than that, I mean, you know, you probably want to stay away from, from bright colors or anything that's going to uh, d- d- maybe uh, distract 
your interviewer from the, the content of the interview, what you're saying and, 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 and you yourself. Uh, you don't want your, you know, your, your, your Larry shirt taking center stage. <laughs> All right. In the unfortunate event that there is a lag or, you know, Wi-Fi goes down nationwide and there are technical difficulties, what should an interviewee do? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the key thing, isn't it? That's the key problem that you're going to face. Um, now, when you're dealing with technology, you can't mitigate the risks 100%. Unfortunately, the, you, know, you, you should plan for something to uh, happen. I think the key bit of advice around this is if something does happen, if, you're, if, you're, if your sound drops out or your interviewer indicates I can't hear you or worst case scenario, the screen goes uh, black, then um, the, key, the key thing is to stay calm. I mean, you know, one of the things that's going to be on show here is just how well you deal with difficult situations. Now, if you fall apart because uh, your technology isn't playing along, that's going to say a lot about you to your interviewer as to how you handle difficult situations. Um, so, you know, the only thing you can really do is, is apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, try your best to, uh, to, to, to play around with your equipment to see if you can rectify that. Uh, and, and, and if all else fails and you just can't continue on, send, your message, send a message to the interviewer apologizing and uh, offering to reschedule the interview. But the key thing is to stay calm. All right. I, I've been hearing some stories from people writing to me telling me about their difficulties when it comes to video interviewing, mostly to do with children walking into the room or mm. you know dealing with technical issues. You're the recruitment specialist. Have you been hearing about some challenges candidates have while they're actually carrying out these video interviews in a time like this? Yeah, I mean, you, you, you read about them as well, right, on, on, on news reports. I mean, there's some great stories that were going around even um, prior to the, to the situation um, that we're currently in where uh, there, there, there was interviews happening where um, those, the, the filters uh, turned one person into uh, a dog, I think it was, and another one where the interviewer's kids uh, and family uh, walked in mid-interview. Mid um, and that's, that's going to be, I mean, that, 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 that's going to be uh, the case moving forward. I mean, you just can't uh, mitigate those risks completely. I guess what you can do is help to reduce the risk. Uh, so, for instance, you know, I'm doing an interview with you right now. Um, I've told my, my, my wife and my family beforehand that I'm doing an interview. I've got young kids and no doubt they are desperate to open this door and come in and find out who I'm talking to. So um, my wife has taken them to a, a separate room and has spread out the toys on the floor so they're, they're distracted. Um, but I've even, even, even despite that, I've also locked the door as well. Um, I've turned off the fan, for instance, and my notes uh, don't blow all over the place and, and, I, and, I, and I lose my way. Um, and uh, I've closed all the windows as well. So just in case the, uh, the groundsman outside starts up the, the mower, it's not going to distract uh, my, my train of thought. So there are ways that you can certainly reduce the risk of any uh, uninvited guests popping into your interview. Yeah, a key word there is you want to keep focus and you want to make sure your environment supports that. You know, some people go out and they buy all sorts of fancy lighting because they want to look like a YouTube star and they're concerned Mm -hmm. about lighting. Are there any technical adjustments that candidates should make when preparing for an interview? I mean, I wouldn't. I don't recommend you go out and spend uh, copious amounts of money on on making yourself look like an Instagram star. I mean, it's not. It's not. That's not. Is not what's going to get you the interview. It's the content of what you're talking about and how you portray yourself uh, to the interviewer. Now, of course, if you're sitting there in complete darkness, that's not going to help your case. So, um, what I what I do suggest is, you know, 
maybe a couple of hours, couple of hours beforehand or even the day beforehand, you do log on and you do test your equipment to make sure that the lighting works. You might want to record yourself answering a few questions out loud um, and that way you, you would know if your answers are too soft or too loud. Mm. If you're uh, going through a recruiter, uh, you should really leverage on, 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 on that benefit because your recruiter has a vested interest in you succeeding in this interview. So they, they should, and I'm sure they would, be more than happy to um, uh, do a test run with you to listen to how you answer your questions and give you advice on, on how you look on, on camera. Um, but I think if you just log in the day before or a few hours before, maybe open a window shade to make sure that you're, you're visible and there's not, uh, not too many shadows on you, uh, that would be uh, as far as I'd suggest um, that, you, that you would go. That said, though, uh, a lot of video conferencing uh, platforms these days do have other functions that allow you to do a little bit more than just talk to the person on the other side of the screen. Hmm. Um, functions like that would be... Um, Things like sharing content, for instance. So if you're interviewing for a marketing communications role, for, for example, um, being able to show uh, examples of content you produced in the past will probably help you uh, with, your, with, your, with your case. So uh, understanding what other functionality, you know, if, for example, sharing content uh, is available through your platform and testing that out beforehand might help to give you a bit of an upper edge on that interview. You might want to rehearse it and get used to the functions of your content platform. Great advice there. Finally, yeah. let's pick up on that point about what interviewers really are looking for. They're looking for some signals that point towards, you know, key attributes. Can you remind us what interviewers are looking for from candidates? Yeah, I think the key thing to remember is don't, don't forget, when you've been asked to go for an interview, the, the interviewer has already read your CV. So if you are going to spend the, the, the hour that you've been given, perhaps, uh, to reread your CV to them, that is going to be a wasted opportunity uh, and probably quite boring for your interviewer as well. So, you know, you've already done the hard part. You've impressed them on paper, and now you've got to impress them on the screen. Um, so what interviewers are looking for is how, how you conduct yourself, how you sell yourself, uh, the interpersonal skills that you can portray to them. Uh, so they're not too, they, don't, they might pick out some sound bites in your CV and ask you to explain that in a bit more detail. But really what they're looking for is for you to then tell them the story about how you've acquired those skills or how you've had those experiences. So, um, you know, you're looking at achievements, for instance. Having an interview is not the time to be, to be humble. You really want to sell yourself in this interview. Um, so, you know, make sure you use the benefits of, um, of, of, of body language, for instance, to really exude that confidence. And, and don't read your CV to them. Talk about your skills and experience through achievements that you've delivered to your previous organizations. That, that's what they're really looking for. Mm, it really is an opportunity to express yourself. What are some signs that the interview went well? Well, I guess the ultimate sign is you get the job. But uh, <laughs> I mean that you can look for at the end of the interview. <laughs> no, no, no. But yeah, before before that, uh, I mean, you know, you can you can tell through through uh, the interviewer's body language if the interview is going well or not. I mean, if the interview goes for the allotted time, mm. that is usually a good sign. If it ends early, um, I mean, I don't know when, when we get told by our candidates that get told by our candidates that the interview has ended early, that, that's usually not a very good sign unless there is a a particular reason why, but uh, if it goes for the allotted time, that, that's a good sign. If it goes over time, that is a really good sign because that shows that your interviewer is really, really keen on what you have to say. Um, but uh, uh, d during the interview, you'll generally get a feel from the interviewer as to you know, just the way that they've responded to what you've said. Um, maybe they've taken what you said uh, uh, on a bit of a tangent and that's turned into a longer conversation about something else. These signs give you a good feeling as to whether or not you've 
performed well in the interview and whether or not the person you were speaking to was uh, interested in what you were saying. Okay, so I like to send thank you notes at the end after the interview. Is that, you know, considered um, good manners and it's still something to, to do? Yeah, completely, 100%. I think, um, um, you know, uh, you don't always have the contact details of the person that you're interviewing for mm-hmm. because maybe sometimes your recruiter has set that up for you or the, the HR function and the organization has set it up and you might not be, you might be talking to the hiring manager. Um, but you, you, can, you can find them through LinkedIn and you can send them a quick note to say thank you very much. Or you could go back and thank the person who has set the interview up for you, whether it be your recruiter or whether it be the, the HR team. Uh, thank them and ask them to pass your, uh, your notes of thank on thanks onto the person who interviewed you. Great tips there. Thanks, Grant, for joining us. That was terrific. Grant Torrens is Regional Director at Hayes Singapore. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download the SPH Radio app available on Google Play or the App Store.